Star Wars 7x7 episode 2509. So back when we were doing all those Mando Mondays episodes and updating ourselves on what new things we learned about the whole range of characters in The Mandalorian, there's one character that we never got to and I'd like to close the loop on that whole situation and talk about that character and shockingly it's actually a rather big deal of a character. It's Grogu and we're going to talk about the new stuff we learned about him today. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivon and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the child, the kid, the asset, the donor, baby Yoda, <laughs> Grogu. That's ultimately what we've arrived at. Grogu is the name of that breakout star from The Mandalorian. We, of course, learn that his name is Grogu thanks to the events of Season 2 of The Mandalorian and specifically, of course, the episode featuring Ahsoka Tano. Going into this season, we knew very little about him. I mean, obviously, we knew that he was a member of Yoda's species and we knew that he had Force abilities. But beyond that, yeah, really and nothing at all. And in fact, there's really only one thing that we learn about him before we arrive at the Ahsoka Tano episode. That is the fact that Dr. Pershing had extracted blood from Grogu and was using it to experiment somehow in creating potentially Force-sensitive clones or something or heightening troopers to give them Force abilities somehow. We don't necessarily know all the details with it. We just know that Grogu's blood was extracted for Dr. Pershing's experiments. And so, of course, the big set of reveals comes in the Ahsoka Tano episode. And it's probably worth pointing out that as I flag the things that we learn about Grogu, I'm also going to flag the things that are still open questions because there are, you know, things that are said that don't really tell us the whole story of things. I'll give you an example. So Ahsoka Tano says that Grogu was raised at the Jedi Temple. She doesn't say that Grogu was born at the Jedi Temple. She doesn't say anything about how he was discovered or how he came to the Jedi Temple in the first place. So, you know, that could be useful and interesting information. We just know that he was raised there and that he was trained by many masters, quote-unquote. And then when the Republic fell and the Empire rose, someone took him from the temple and he was hidden. That's very vague in the sense that we don't know who took him. We don't know whether it was a Jedi who took him or whether it was a scoundrel, a Sith, nothing. We have no idea. And according to Ahsoka in her you know, mind-sharing conversation with Grogu, his memories go dark and he just has the sensation of being alone and that's it. So we have no idea what happened to Grogu at that point. I think the presumption that I'm certainly walking around with, and I think probably a lot of people walked around with, is that it was some Jedi who managed to rescue him out of there. But, you know, what happened to that Jedi? Who knows? Ultimately, though, listening back to the episode, I feel like that's left vague. And so, yeah, maybe it isn't a Jedi after all. 
we know that he you know is not necessarily emotionally stable in <laughs> comparatively speaking in terms of just how the jedi view these things right so he has much fear in him he has anger he has attachment issues with the mandalorian and you know we see the anger issues actually manifested during the uh chapter 14 episode, I guess, at the end of the tragedy, right? Where he's yoinking all the stormtroopers around, yeeting them across the cell. Ahsoka also mentions that he had learned to hide his abilities in order to survive. And so the suggestion of him having time where his memory goes dark and he is alone, well, something wakes up at some point and he, you know, seems to have to. I don't know, I guess in his condition, it seems like he does have to kind of rely on the charity of others to get by, but apparently you know, knowing that there's only so far that that charity will go and that if he demonstrates his force abilities, then that's going to cause a problem. And maybe this is why he was captured and being held by all those mercenaries because unfortunately he you know, let the wrong person realize that he had force abilities. This is also a significant part of his life. It's more of his life in this dark and alone stage than it was prior to it because he would have been about 22 years old, give or take, when the Republic fell and the Empire rose to power. So yeah, this has been quite a, <laughs> a horrific stretch for Grogu and a very traumatic upbringing, if you could even call it that. And then we have the question of the interaction between Grogu and R2-D2 in the final episode of season two. Is it possible that one of the two of them recognizes each other or is Ardu's excitement as he expresses it because they've found another force user or is it because they've not only found another force user but they found somebody of Yoda's species or you know is it actual recognition like oh you're the little baby that I remember from the Jedi Temple that would be something crazy um I would say it's probably you know something that could be lurking around in R2-D2's data files because of course they were never wiped but you know, that's another one of those questions where, like, you think if R2-D2 had known there was a, another little Yoda kicking around somewhere that he wouldn't have said something to someone? But it does seem like R2-D2 has just, you know, played things close to the vest historically. And that's, of course, how we met him in A New Hope, right? He wouldn't tell Luke what was going on with Princess Leia, just kind of gave enough so he could go on his mission. And you know, keep everything else confidential and top secret. And so this now is where we tie in to the question of the Bad Batch. And is it possible that the Bad Batch are going to be somehow involved with Grogu and about him getting out of the Jedi Temple? We don't know when he actually escaped the Temple, you know. Like, he could still be kicking around there for all we know. He would certainly have been a lot more pint-sized than he is when we see him in The Mandalorian. And he was already pint-sized in there to begin with. I don't think that that's something that they would pursue as a major storyline necessarily because I feel like they've got their own things to handle but for you know something to kind of swing in and out of a story arc related to that well I guess that wouldn't necessarily be too surprising because of course they've shown a propensity Lucasfilm has to tying different media and different stories together whenever they have the opportunity so it's a, it's a waiting game on this one. I mean, I think, you know, 
hard pressed, I would say the answer is probably no for the Bad Batch, but I definitely don't think that it's a you know complete zero percent chance or anything like that. So there you go. That's what I've got for you on what we learn about Grogu and almost as importantly, what isn't really said about Grogu. So, you know, certain conclusions to which we may have jumped that we don't necessarily have the right to jump to based on the information that's given to us. But that's what I got. And that's it for today's episode. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.